Hello, and welcome to episode 53 of Anime Territory. I'm your host this week, Johnny Ruhal. With me, as always, is my co-host, Benjamin Bella Cielo Shaving. Okay, that's why you wanted the name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that important. The Wikipedia page did not have the name of the plane, nor does Googling what is the name of the plane in, <laughs> in the movie we're watching today. A place promised in our early days. That's the name, right? The, the place, place promised in our early days. Mm-hmm. Um... The first of two, maybe, maybe three, <laughs> movies we're covering this month, uh, which we're dubbing Makoto March. Which yes. Last year we had Mamoru March, and we got three movies in, just because mm-hmm. of how it, the week's timed out. Mm-hmm. Um, we might only get two. We might do a double feature next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we were very lucky then. A lot of Japanese directors' names start with M. Can you name a uh, Masaki Yuasa? Yeah, you can do Masaki. I was thinking just Hayao Miyazaki. Oh, Miyazaki. Okay, yeah. Uh, I feel like... Well, we've covered one, we did one Miyazaki movie. No. Yeah. Two. Well, Whisper is not really Miyazaki. Yeah, that's true. Um, one and a half. One and a half Miyazaki movies. <laughs> um, we're not going to talk about his big movies. Uh, sorry. I don't need to restart to install latest Windows updates. I'll do that later. Okay. Um, but we're going to talk about the ones that you haven't seen. Correct. Um, which we've seen most of them. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've seen the Now big there's ones. only two of them I haven't seen. Yeah. We don't include shorts. That this, yeah, we don't include shorts. I've seen them all. Okay. Um, I think. I think I've seen, yeah. I get Voices of a Distant Star and Children Who Chase Lost Voices mixed up. But I think I've seen Voices of Distant Stars is short, and I think I've seen the full movie, The Children Who Chase Lost Voices. Okay. Um, but today we're probably we're, we're we're doing his first movie, which his first official feature length. Yes. So we're not doing any of his shorts. There's still plenty of his shorts I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I have seen the commercial for a cram school that he made. Oh really? Yeah. Commercial. <laughs> and for- it had very big your name vibes, where it's just like these two people using like the same you know worn earmarked bookmarked uh okay study guide or something that is a resource that this one cramps this movie's got some your name vibes to it oh yeah we we can talk about that probably more in the spoilery section i would say but you you can definitely see some things where it's just like Okay, oh, yeah. I, I see why I see how he took this and adapted it into a more successful movie. Yes. Not that this movie is bad. The movie uh, is not bad. I don't know. <sighs> I think it'd take a long time for me to want to watch it again unless yeah. I was showing it to somebody, but it's a lot slower paced, a little bit more mellow, I would say, I guess. Which I got that gist of it like 15 minutes into it or something oh yeah where you're just like okay i just need to sort of like sit down i don't need to like feel anxious this is not gonna be like well i can just sort of i can just sort of sit here and absorb what's going on i guess we'll kind of skip to first impressions yeah well i was kind of going into first impressions but like the first 15 minutes of this movie is i think like very slow it's a lot of like a camera shot that tilts up for scenery with dialogue and then you cut to like the people and then you cut back to another shot of just 
uh, scenery and uh, what do you call those tilt shots? I don't, I don't know. I don't know the technical <laughs> terms, but it's just like okay, this this is taking its time here. Yeah, when it when it started taking its time, I just like all right. And I just had like a little like apprehension at first watching this. I'm like, is because okay, let's let's be honest. Well, they did Makoto that. Shinkai is known for having very like sad movies, and like, is this gonna break my heart? And it's more just like it might, but it's gonna be gentle about also, it. Also, that opening scene, you get the hint like, oh, something happened. Yeah. So you're just a little apprehensive. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, I just need to, like, sit. It'll be fine. I don't need to stress out. Again, it, this movie's not going to be stressful. It's going to go at this slow pace. And and even when, like, things that would, in another movie, be like, ah, oh, dramatic, exciting. It's just like, ah, hey, it's fine. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I guess we're good. Again, a little bit of spoilers, but it's like, there's a war brewing. And you're just like... Oh well, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't call that spoilers per se. Okay. I think that's set up pretty. But easily. there's like tensions going on for yeah. this whole movie, and like at the end, there's like the war is starting. But then, but it's just like, you know, okay. Yeah, they're not, they're not building some like big third act battle. Big third act. It's going to be half an hour where you're a tense and yeah, you can't it's can't just breathe like, because oh yeah, this is happening. It's just like, no, nah, it's fine. We're going to take our time. It's not going to... I don't know. It just wasn't a stressful movie. Yeah. Even though, like, at first I was a little apprehensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I'm always apprehensive watching a movie, an atmospheric thing, because it's like, it could be... I'm going to like it, but it's going to... just always a little tense, because you're just like, yeah. where are they going to take this? Yeah. Um... Especially with anime movies, because I feel like... It just might be the ones we watch. There's always something that's going to make you cry. Well. Or make you emotional. I would say some of the movies we watch are very much just like, this is kind of just a piece of art. That's true. (laughs) It's not like, I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think typical movie and typical anime watchers would necessarily like this movie. I think you want to, I think it's for people that are like, I want a piece that I can just sort of digest a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not your name. It's well, I think that's awesome. Which your that name, your be... name, I think does a great job of being both. Whereas this one is, you know, mass appealing and, you know, just like a piece that sits with you. And you can kind oh, yeah, of think it's a about work of art. it. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. Your name yeah. is a masterpiece. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Our thoughts on on one of the. A critically acclaimed movie one of the biggest movies in japan mm-hmm. yeah it's good it's good <laughs> and it's entertaining whereas this is less on the entertaining side and more on the i can appreciate this side I, I, am I, do you think that's right? also just because like, this is his first feature length he didn't want to get he wanted it, to maybe it felt focus. like it felt like he wanted to prove himself yeah and it's just like i am an i i should be taken seriously as an artist and as a director which is maybe a little like okay this again i got that feeling in like the first half where it's just like you're just getting shots well so let's let's give our rate well i can say this isn't spoilers another recurring theme is that like there's just beautiful shots makoto shinkai is gonna have beautiful shots i think in all of his movies Mm -hmm. or at least in all the ones i've 
There's, well, I've seen them all now. Uh, I don't there's remember the children's I want to talk voices, about. But, well, so here's the thing. I want to say the backgrounds are very, very detailed and beautiful. And I think he did a lot of the art for them, if I was looking at the Based, credits right. He did storyboards, background art, according to Wikipedia. I think according to the credits, too, I saw yeah. background art in his name. So, yeah, he did, I think, a majority of the work on this. Whereas his later movies do a better job of... In- incorporating the characters as this one it just sort of felt like the characters were in a different style than the background which is fine it's it didn't it just took an adjustment period to be like okay the it's not as pretty as the backgrounds are just as pretty Mm -hmm. as almost any of his other movies Mm -hmm. though they're definitely more gloss they're they're definitely more backgrounds as opposed to being part of the world if that Mm -hmm. makes sense i feel like this movie I want to say his newer movies are glossier is probably not the better word. They're just, again, he probably just has more money. He can put more detail into it. Yeah. They're just a lot more like. They're better. I don't know. Detailed, yeah. But like, on the other side of that, on the other side of your name is something like um, uh, the Tale of Princess Kaguya, where it's just like. This is like a watercolor painting. It's a watercolor painting. And this is not quite that level of no of, of background, but it's just sort of more like they feel like paintings mm-hmm. as opposed to a lived-in world. I gotcha. Um, as opposed to highly detailed animation that it's just like you look at it and you're like, damn, that's I think beautiful. you also point out a lot of the story doesn't take place in like a city, I guess. That's true. So it's a lot more just like landscapes. Yeah. To where you don't really, I guess, I don't know. I don't no. think you're going to kind of pay as much attention to to the small details. Yeah. yeah because you're just going to naturally like, well, yeah, that's a bunch of tall grass. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, but like even like, I don't know, like the factory or the abandoned factory where they kept the plane, mm-hmm. they were just like, I was looking at that. And I'm like, I can see like the crinkles in the metal and stuff. And it's like, he, there's some work put into this. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just the characters don't always feel like they're part of the world. Okay. Uh, well, but again, I, then I adjusted and it was fine. One would argue they're not part of this world. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, let's give our rating and then let's get spoilery with it. Okay. Um, I think I would give this an eight. Eight? Okay. I went more like seven and a half. Yeah. See, I feel... I think seven's a little too low for it, but I don't want to give it an eight. I'm with you there. I think I rounded up to eight just because I appreciate it as a piece of, a, a piece of art, but it's not, I feel like if I say eight, that's something like, oh yeah, I'd, I'd watch that again. Whereas this one, I'm like, it's going to probably be a while before I watch this again. It was my anime. Eight is great. Seven is good. It's like, it's really good. Not quite great. Yeah. Five is okay. Six is fine. Seven is good. Eight is great. I don't remember what nine, nine is. nine is fantastic. And then ten is what, Masterpiece or yeah. something? So, um, it's Looks good. Like... I would go more than good, but I don't know if I would go like, great yeah. anyway, it's I think I'm going to hold on my 8 though I don't think I'm going to go 7.5 because I don't even okay. think 7.5 is quite enough Okay. maybe a 7.8 but 
Nine. At that point, let's just round to eight. Um, I think people. I think people should watch it. Mm-hmm. I understand people that won't watch it, mm-hmm. and I don't think. If I go my whole life without ever watching this movie a second time, I'll be okay. Yeah. But, you know, we mentioned a friend of ours texted me, I don't know, at this point, like a month ago. (laughs) What what are some anime movies? And I might be like, this one is worth checking out. Yeah. Especially if you get the whole scope of his career. Yeah. Interesting to see where he started. Yeah, because you can just see little seeds that grow into things. Mm -hmm. You can definitely see his style. Um but let's let's move away from rating. We can now we're full spoilers till the end of the show. Okay. Um, the how do you want to start? I guess let's go ahead and list off our characters. Okay. So we've or and sort of a, a quick premise. So we start. There's three characters that are in their ninth grade, last year of middle school in Japan. Mm-hmm. Two of them are sort of child prodigies. They've got this job. Now, I say prodigies because that's what Wikipedia calls them. Oh, okay. Um, and that's sort of what Okabe, their, the factory owner, thinks them mm-hmm. as. Okay. Where um, they work part-time at this factory, which is actually a front for a... Military... Like a, I, think it's a, I think it's a military-sponsored terrorist group. Okay. <laughs> if I was reading yeah, it. Right. If I'm reading Wikipedia okay. right. Um, where it's like they're officially not it, doing work of the government. Did they catch that that much? But you knew the yeah, yeah. Know. They they mentioned terrorists mm-hmm. like once, <laughs> but Wikipedia calls them like a terrorist group. I feel like I never saw them actually say, "Hey, we're the terrorist group." You're just more like, "Oh, okay." They, they have something to do with this. Well, they mention like the name of it. It's yeah. like U I S. Yes, something U, like like U I L T A or something. Yeah. Um, U-I-L-T-A. You got it right. Boom. Yes. U-I-L-T-A, Liberation Front. Uh, Anyway, we don't necessarily know that they're... Mm -hmm. But they work for this factory, and they do something... They have, like, some military contracts, or they're building something. Yeah. Um, The boys find a... Do you know these boys' names? I do know their (laughs) names. Their names are Takia Shirokawa and Hiroki Fujisawa. Okay. Um, I would say our main character is Hiroki Fujisawa. Yeah. Um, if you want to know which one's which, Takuya is the guy with glasses. Yes, Takuya is the guy Takuya. with glasses. Yeah. Um, and then, so they they both the the story starts out with I think Hiroki narrating it's like the place mm-hmm. promised in our early days was there's two things back then that we were obsessed with we we share this obsession. One of them is this tower in the island of uh, Izo, which mm-hmm. was formerly known as Hokkaido, but is now okay. under the control of the Union, which Wikipedia revealed to us was the Soviet Union, which makes a lot, a lot of sense. sense. In the movie... They just say the Union, yeah. and I'm like, well, we watched, just like a... We watched the sub, so they might have said Soviet in yeah. the dub, but the sub, they just say the Union. Yeah, so we're just like, is this to some sort of country? And then I, I thought for a while it was America, and then they were like, no, America got in a fight with the Union, and I'm like... Wait, so who's... Is it, I, I, I thought there the, was two parties at one point, and then it's like, no, there's there's three. I think I just figured, like, Japan, like, split in half, and then, like, the North was the Union, and the South was just Japan or whatever. Yeah. And they, like, ally with the U.S., but no. Yeah. No. Well, yes, but no. 
<laughs> I thought I thought at first it was like American occupied Japan and they're like they have a light presence on the main islands but they have a heavy presence on Hokkaido. That's what I thought it was at first, but nope, oh, it's not okay. it. Uh Hokkaido is under the control of the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. The US and um Japan are allied in this, though it might still sort of be Japan occupied by the US sort of thing. Yeah. More, but um they find like a military drone that was like shot down or something in the woods. Yeah, like a plane. Yeah. Um and they are like they're working at the factory to earn money to kind of like turn it into an airplane they can ride. I think in. those are two separate things. Wikipedia says they are the same thing. They are the same thing. That's what Wikipedia says. Okay. I thought I they, thought, were, I thought the they mo- were like known because they found that drone, but also separately they found that like abandoned warehouse with the plane in it. Yeah. The I they might be that drone doesn't get mentioned more than once. Yeah. <laughs> But Wikipedia says the boys find a crashed maritime self-defense force drone aircraft and work on rebuilding the plane with the support of Mr. Okabe, the boss at the military plant. Because they talked about like, yeah, you're the guys who found that drone in the forest. And now the military is watching you and us. But I figured like the military found it. So like they gave it up. But now they're known for it. Yeah. So Wikipedia might be wrong. Let's be honest. It's true. (laughs) They didn't even put the name of the plane they're putting in there. Wikipedia is never wrong. Hey, I gave Wikipedia like six dollars once. All right, oh, I can man. talk shit about Wikipedia. They keep asking me for more money, but I already gave the money once. <laughs> now everybody Excuse else me. who uses Wikipedia has to give the money, like their donations say. Nah. If everyone gave them two dollars, that uses it. Probably just spend it on something. <laughs> it's, spend it on hookers and blow. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, their other pat their their first passion is this giant tower that was built on that um, island. Yes, um, they're like we want to go and see it up close. This is we're gonna build this like plane, twenty story tower. This thing like goes up to like it looks space. like it's curved. <laughs> it goes up to like space. Yeah, not yeah. not to space, but it's really big. It's visible from Tokyo on a yes. clear day. Um, this is a big tower. Yes. And nobody well, really knows what it does. That's why... Well, they're obsessed with it. They want to go yes. see it. Um, they're building a plane to go fly over Fixing to... Fixing the plane. I think they're building. Oh, yeah, you're right. They did say build. Um, Whatever. It doesn't Which matter. is why I think Wikipedia might be wrong again. Okay. Because this says they're working on rebuilding and whatever. Um... Their other obsession is this uh, classmate of theirs that they both have a crush on, I guess, which is Sabatori Sayuri. Um, get the feeling that Sayuri might like Hiroki more than Takuya, but it's not really like nothing's ever expressed yeah. in this first part of the movie. Um, definitely by the end, oh, yeah. I would say. But Well, uh... Glasses Coon Falls or somebody else. And, yeah, towards the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But I think they both like, like her. her. Yes. And then there's like a... 
I don't know if Hiroki is popular, but Takia definitely is popular. Yeah, because he's, he's like a big shot speed skater. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, yeah, oh, they have a speed they... skating scene. It's just like, all right. They have speed and then skating? they never brought it back up. That's cool. <laughs> They're like, that was our last day at the club. <laughs> I like speed skating. Um, but the like, he gets asked out by people yeah. and he turns them down. And friends like, oh, why'd you turn her down? She was cute. He's like, well, would you date her? He's like, uh, no, because <laughs> there's somebody else yeah. that they like. So, um, but she's like, oh, you guys have a job? That's cool. You guys are building a plane? That's cool. Can I go see it? And they're like, yes. Yeah. And then they're like, why did you tell her she could come? It's, what are we gonna tell her? We're gonna fly to the tower? No. No. Well, what if she asks? Don't tell her. <laughs> then they tell her. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you guys going with this plane? Oh, to the tower. What come on, man. <laughs> Um, they spend quite a bit of a summer together. They have, um... They spent the spring together, and I think some of the summer, but not yeah. all of the summer. And then they, they, they get to a day where it's like, oh, they're kind of close, I want to see where this is going, and like, and then we never saw her again. Yep, three years later. And it's like, huh. Now they're sort of in high school, though I think Takuya might have graduated early. He's working for the government. I think like he goes a, to like a, a physicist mil- research. I think he technically level. goes to like a military school. Okay. But again, it's just like, oh yeah, he's like this young prodigy. He's yeah. the youngest member on this team of like physicists trying, trying to, to figure out. Yeah. The, we learn that like the tower is somehow replacing material. With material from, from a parallel the, world. Yeah. And they're trying to like piggyback off of that, what the tower is doing, observing it to try to do it themselves. With very limited success, they're like, we've had like six experiments where we're able to replace something the size of a grain of sand. sand. <laughs> I like, think they were able to do like a little bit more this time, but then it failed. Yeah. Um, like, we got pretty far. Then it stopped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we doing wrong? And why, you know, what is the purpose of this tower? It's only able to change things within like 20 kilometers or something, or two kilometers at this point. Yeah. And, um,. Is it a weapon? Who knows? Yeah, this is... doesn't seem to be a very effective range for a weapon, and they haven't gotten further than that. Mm-hmm. Um, then we learn that we spend quite a bit of time with Takia at that yeah. point. We also meet the do- brain specialist. Yes, who is sort Monkey. of she's a little bit older, but not that much older. Yes, and her name is Maki Kasahara. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also studying the tower, but she is more specialized in the brain. Yeah. So she is kind of researching dreams, uh, dreams, connections with this tower or like parallel dreams connecting the parallel world and like the earth is dreaming. Yeah. And this quote comes later. The guy's like, you want to know what God dreams about? And he's like, that's kind of a cool line. <laughs> yeah. It's um, probably just the same as always. Yeah. Me, we do go eventually to Hiroki. The same as always. I'm sorry. What do you think the same as always? Is? Oh, you know, like having to do a speech in your underwear. Showing up to a class on the last day, not knowing anything. Uh, Never had that dream where it's like, 
I have a dream where... You have a class that you didn't go to the entire year, and then yeah, you show up for the dream. final, you're like, I don't know anything about this. It's it's not that I show up to a final and I don't know anything about it. It's like I realized at the end of the year, like, oh yeah, I had this class that I never went to. I completely forgot it existed. Oh uh, yeah, that too. Or I have... Um, I'll have a dream where like I'm back in high school and I don't remember my schedule, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know where to go. <laughs> yeah. And then I try to like remember my schedule. And I'm like, I know chemistry is after calculus. <laughs> That's third and fourth hour. God, I know that one. Hated those dreams. It's just like, and then you wake up, you're like, I don't fucking need to know my schedule. I'm not in school anymore. <laughs> Man, I've had those dreams in a while. I'm so glad. <laughs> it might have been maybe a year or two at this point. I'm sure I'm going to have one tonight now. Though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what that dream's about. School, school. <laughs> um, yeah, he's not. Eye, he's not. He's not eyeing like Venus. No. <laughs> like, ooh, look at that pretty lady. He does not dream of budding girls sometimes. Oh, okay. Because God's a rascal. God's a rascal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, all right. I can get behind that that theory. Um, eventually we go yeah, back to Hiroki, Hiroki, and he is in. Um, Tokyo. Tokyo. We get we get some stuff with the factory on Okabe, but it's just like him like talking to a professor and being like, "We got this bomb that we got a hold of." Well, can it destroy the tower? Yes. Yes. We then at, at one point like Takia takes Maki to meet him over at the factory. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna bring a guest over." And it's like, yeah. I don't know. That, I was sort of zoning out at that yeah. point, but it's an atmospheric show. You're sort of supposed to. Zone out I mean, and pay attention at the same time. I don't think time. they say anything of significance. It's more just kind of learning what she does. I think. Learning what she does, building up that, like, okay, this is stuff's going on. Mm-hmm. Okabe's not all that he seems. Um, he mentions to the professor, oh no, there's another boy. He's in Tokyo. Tokyo. And that's when we go see Hiroki, who's sort of like, he's got friends, but he doesn't do anything with them after school. And then he's just yeah, sort of like depressed. Depressed, alone. But like, he doesn't. Put on that front at school or when he's uh-huh. around people. He's like, I get bored. He's we see him like practicing um, electric violin. violin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, sometimes he'll go to the train station. He'll go to the train station and pretend he's waiting for somebody. And when he gets bored of that, he'll just walk home really, really slow. And then it's time for bed at that yeah. point. But and he has these like very like vivid dreams about. Yeah, about trying to find Sayuri, and yeah, then Sayuri. Um, it's like all, all I, I never see her, but I always like the most feel I get presence. is I feel feel her presence in the same place. Mm-hmm. We all, we also should say that we get some Sayuri. She's been sleeping for the last three years. She has been in a coma for three years. Yeah, um, technically sleeping, but yeah, we can again Wikipedia says she's an extreme form of narcolepsy. Okay. Um, cause I gotta, yeah, but she's been, been like, yeah, she's dreaming and we see her just like dreamlike wandering through an empty world. And sometimes all of a sudden she's in a new place, mm-hmm. just like in a dream, you can just shift. Yeah. Um, we see her like go to this classroom and it's like, oh, this specific desk. We highlighted it for you for a second. And then we see later Hiroki. In the same classroom, same desk, highlighting. It's like, I feel her presence. It's like, okay. So this is 
We also learn, this, I don't this... know if it's here, but we do learn that she's connected to the tower somehow. Yes. At some point we learn that like she was starting to show signs of regaining consciousness. Mm-hmm. And then the area around the tower that was material from another world started expanding. Yes. And then she went back to sleep and it stopped expanding. And they're like, it's as we feared. She's connected to the tower. Because her grandfather is the one who built it. <laughs> Boom. Uh, but Hiroki just has... Eventually, he gets a letter when she was at the hospital before she fell asleep for three years. She wrote wrote a letter saying, like, sorry, I disappeared on you guys. I woke up at this hospital. She wrote it to both of them, right? Yeah. They were supposed to give it to Okabe? Yeah, they gave it to Okabe Okabe. so that he could give it to both of them. Um, But I don't think they ever delivered it. Or they never gave it to him. But he did give it to him three years later. Mm Because now now he's got this letter. Well, the, the doctor who's Okabe's friend... Dropped it off. Gave it to him, I think. Okay. Or well, he just like saw it like thrown under his yeah. door. Um, he goes to the hospital where she was. She's already been transferred by that same doctor. He's mm-hmm. like, "Can I go to this room?" And then he's like, "I feel like I'm in my dream again." Are you here, Sayuri? And she's in the same room, yeah. and they touch each other. That sounds weird. They hold. They somehow are able to grab each other's hands. Yes. And then they're like, "I can see you." And it's like, "Hmm, hmm. where have I seen this before? <laughs> where have hmm. I seen this before? Where they uh, have some sort of connection over time and space? Hmm. 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 And it's a dreamlike quality. We're not hmm. going to say the movie, but it should be very obvious. It should be very obvious without seeing, without saying its name. <laughs> uh, anyway. The they have like some sort of conversation, and then the, I, I don't know if they mention the tower. And then he sort of wakes up and he's like, "Okay, I've got a plan. I'm gonna go to the. T- I'm gonna take Suri to the tower, and that's gonna cause her to wake up. I just have an inkling like, that this is gonna work. I guess the only thing that's connecting her to." This universe is like the promise they made to her about taking her to see the tower. Possibly. So they feel like if they bring her to the tower, it will wake her up. It'll wake her up. And then there's like this whole thing where it could be, um, what do you want to call it? She says in her dream that she sees multiple broken towers. And then eventually we see like all those broken towers as she's about to wake up. We see them all disappear. And I like to think, it's like, oh, these are all the possible worlds that she could choose. Okay. And then, who knows, you know, which one is the one that she wants to go to. And then eventually at the end, she's able to, like, okay, this is the world. The plane has come to this tower. You know, we've, we've met, sort of thing. Um, they also then, when they take her to the tower, because I guess we're skipping ahead a bit, but... Um, Hiroki's like, this is my plan. Go back to my hometown. Uh, Takia runs into him. Hiroki's like, this is the plan. I'm going to take this. Takia's like, no. no. <laughs> this is stupid. War is going to be declared. I'm going to shoot the plane so that it to disable it or whatnot. And Stop then, living in the past. Yeah. Eventually, Hiroki, I don't know, he like wrestles the gun out of his hand. It's, he like knocks it out of his hand. Then he yeah. punches him and then... Then they just part ways. Then he just leaves. 
Um, but eventually Takia is like, okay, change of heart. Yeah, I'm on board. I'll make up with my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes Maki's key card because she has access to the room where um, they are keeping Sayuri. Mm-hmm. Which, like, he, I think he sort of had that mentality because the doctor's like, oh, you want to see your friend? Well, here she is. And this is what's, you, we, she can't ever wake up because then the world will be broken. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why he's like against the plan. And then he comes around and he's like, all right, yeah. fine. You see a picture where it's like him and Okabe and some girl on a plane. So you're just like, oh, he has some sort of connection to this. The, yeah, the doctor yeah. does. Yeah. Um, some sort of parallel situation. Yeah. <laughs> but they... He too has a friend <laughs> in a coma. Yeah. They're like, instead of a... It's like, all right, well, here's the plan then. And we've got the... We've got the, the terrorist company's approval yeah. to do this. They were going to send a drone in to blow up the tower. Yeah. As while, like, fighting was going on, try to send it in. But instead, we'll send you guys... <laughs> And they're like, why you are you sending those plan. kids? And I'm like, the kids wanted to do it. <laughs> you guys do your thing. And on the way back, just blow up the tower. Boys. Yeah, get 10 kilometers away from the tower. And then just like, just drop the missile. It knows what it's going to do. <laughs> yeah, we, ha- we have a guided. It's yeah. fine. Just, you just got to push the button. Yeah. Um, Sayuri's on the brink of waking up. She sees the plane like in her dreams all the time. And that's like like a good sign. But then it that's when she would wake up or that's when something would shift after she mm-hmm. stopped waking up. But the flyer over, they, well, they, I say they, Hiroki takes her. Takia stays back um, because it's only a two seater, but he does like help finish the stuff on the plane. Like and the maybe, programming and coding and all that. Yeah. Um, and maybe also does some sort of guidance thing yeah. at, at, at the base. But, um, as she's waking up, she's like, I got to remember to tell him how much this connection we had meant to me while I was trapped in my dream world and that I love him. And then she wakes up and is like, there's something important I have to tell you. I've already forgotten what it is, which is just like, it's okay, dreams yeah. again. It's hard Whoa. to remember dreams. Here's... Only uh, dreams. <laughs> and so it's just like, Okay, this is sort of the sad moment where you're like, oh, she doesn't remember that she loves him. But he's just like, that's fine. You're it's, here. You're here. We're together. It's like that we promise can, is over, so now we can like We can start fresh. We, yeah. can, we fresh can... Start. <laughs> you thinking what I'm thinking? Think fresh start? <laughs> fresh start. Um, and that's, I don't know, that's the end of the movie. They blow up the tower. They blow up the tower. The mm-hmm. universe stops being changed over though mm-hmm. i think there's still like 40 something kilometer circle around where the tower was it did expand universe. when she woke up but then they blew up the tower and it, i don't it i don't think like it stopped it stopped but i don't think it receded i think that area is still a different universe okay um but the expansion stopped yes the, it stopped expanding yes. it did not replace the entire world yes um but yeah, that's I mean that's the end of the movie. Am I forgetting anything big? No, I don't think so. It's just a very atmospheric show and melancholic. It's like we explained a lot, but not it didn't happen that quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It took, it took its time. It took its time getting there. Mm-hmm. Especially in the beginning. Again. Yeah. Well, we also didn't mention like 
at one point when Taki is with the terrorist group, they go to the island. Yeah, they try to go to the island. And then, like, they get found by the police and some of the, like, the military people that they were with got blown up. But they pretty much escaped. Though He got a bullet in his arm or something. I don't know if I'd say a broken arm, but he had a, definitely took a bullet to the arm. Um, And some people died. But I was a kid like you until it took a bullet to the arm. Um, so like it's like even that scene is like oh this is an action packed scene but I'm just not like worried I'm just sort of chill about it all mm-hmm. that's that's what this movie's got going for it's very chill got any notes you want to go over um dreams are still a theme Makoto takes this dream theme and really expands upon it in a certain movie okay um oh at one point when they're fighting, Takia tells Hiroki, save the world or save the girl. And I wrote down, always pick the girl over the world. Oh, yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. And then I wrote down, save world, get girl. <laughs> There's another movie that does that. Shinkai movie. Uh, where he picks... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I, I would argue, too. I'd argue that happens in the one... I'd argue that happens in the one right before the one you're thinking of. The world? I would Okay. S- it's more like not the world per se. Yeah. Uh it's not the world per se in either of them. Okay. But we may just have to do your name. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it eventually. It's just so good of a movie. I don't know. It would just be us like saying for 20 minutes, it's so good. And then yeah. we wouldn't have anything interesting to say that hasn't already been said. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have your brother on it or something or Which my one? brother. Ooh. Which one? No, I don't know. That doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> um, All right. Got any other notes? Beautiful landscapes, atmosphere. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to elaborate on save world, get girl. Great song. Okay. You saved the world. To get the girl. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you saved the world. Anyway, go go listen to that song, people. By I Fight Dragons. Yes. It, they're still your favorite band, too, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't always listen to them, per se. I haven't listened anymore. to a lot of them lately, but... But they're still my favorite mm-hmm. band. I just want to listen to new... Your different stuff, if yeah. that makes sense. So... Um, Okay. My notes. Why was nobody wearing a hat in the winter? There's like one person and like 20 different people who wore a hat. I don't know. They're used Come to on, it. Come on, wear your hats. <laughs> they're from the northern part of Japan. They're used to it. Uh, I mentioned that. Um, I guess the only note I wrote that I was going to maybe try to discuss was the lighting, which I think is like the big maybe style that he has he has a lot of exaggerated lighting yeah know what i mean yeah because i feel like every time there's like a window like windows in the shot there is light coming out of that window or like yeah it seemed like he tried to light it he almost tries to animate as if there's natural lighting in this shot yeah which is not necessarily a bad thing but it doesn't always I don't know. It, it definitely has like a... It's not like a bad thing. It's just something I noticed where like he puts it... I think he puts a big exagger, exaggeration on lighting. 
Yeah. There's just a lot of like... And I just don't think it always hits right. I yeah. don't think it lands. It's not like when they did... Like when Stanley Kubrick did Barry Lyndon and he's like, well, yeah, we're going to light this all by candlelight mm-hmm. and make it... Well, I guess my... Th- Again, I'm not a... I don't know much. I don't know anything about lighting usually, but it's just like... The one director I feel like now who's kind of like known for this type of stuff would be like J.J. Abrams. He likes to use like lens flares. Yeah. So I kind of get like that, that sense where it's like he's trying to use like lens flares. It's not like actual lens flares though. He's just trying to, again, just make the lighting more noticeable, I think. Yeah. Which can take away from things or it can add. And I feel like it was fine, but it didn't always hit maybe. Maybe it's just, I just feel like sometimes you're just like, is there a reason he's doing this? Yeah, I don't know. It, again, it almost feels like, okay, I need to make my final piece of art for school. Or like, mm-hmm. I, obviously I don't think it's actually a school project, but it just sort of had that vibe of like. Which I don't remember much. I don't think he does it in his other films. Lighting is definitely sort of a thing in your name. Specifically, like, Twilight, Magic Hour sort of That's thing. true. But as far as, like, okay, this is a night scene, it's not like it's trying What's to it? use... It, it's not as exaggerated, but I think lighting is still important in your name. Mm-hmm. It's um, just that scene where it's, like, it's nighttime and they're in the warehouse. And there's, there's very... Ex- ex- exposed nightlight coming through like the yeah. roofing where yeah it's just it's, like it's sort of distracting it's sort of distracting because you're like why is why is he putting a focus on this but other than that i can't i don't remember well enough if lighting i don't think it was a big thing i don't think it was as distracting in 30 centimeters or um the children chase lost voices okay but so it's probably just a stylistic choice. Yeah, I feel like he was trying to prove himself, and okay. doesn't always okay. go the way you want. Just like I feel like, well, our last movie that we covered, The Deer King. I feel like there were parts of that where it's just like it's definitely this guy trying to like prove himself as a director, and it doesn't always hit the way you think it was intended. Okay. You know, like and that's the thing. It's like I don't know exactly know what it director does in terms of animation yeah it's hard to say because <laughs> it's like he's not animating everything this is well in this case he's doing well, a lot he's, he's doing, doing a lot, a lot of, of in this case work. he is <laughs> but they're still like, not doing all because a lot of movies they'll have a director and then they'll have like an animating director so it's just like what exactly does he do yeah and he's and there's a writer and too. i'm sure he has a say on kind of like the style of it so yeah, I mean, sure, he's got the similar say as a live-action director. It's just hard to be like, okay, <laughs> what? Which I guess is the case for, like, actual live-action directors, too. Because it's like, they're not shooting the movie or, like, setting a lot of the cameras up. Because that's what the cinematographer does. Yeah, but they're like, this is what I want, now go yeah. do it. <laughs> and, like, he's not technically, like, editing by himself or he's not writing yeah. it. Yeah, so this this whole podcast has just been an exercise in us not understanding exactly what directors do. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> um, but surely they do something. Yeah. They they're the captain. They they steer the ship. Gotcha. It's just a little bit harder 
an animation because it's like, well, they're not. Just go like, all right, go animate this. Yeah. This is what I'm thinking. <laughs> go do it. Whereas when it's a director and you've got a, actors and you've got the camera, you can be like, I want the camera over there and I want to make sure you catch this. I want the actors to come in through there and then yeah, it's, hit this spot, move the camera this way. Yeah, we're going to... I, I'm going to make changes to the script on the fly. and then, yeah. You know, it's not going to be the same thing as the screenplay was. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we don't know what directors necessarily do. Yeah. We if have a director, bit of an idea. <laughs> if you're a director, let us know. Yeah, come on the podcast. Um, I mean, are we done talking spoilers? Are we done talking about this movie? We're about I... 44 minutes in. Yeah. Okay. Um,. My other note was, this is a multiverse movie? Yeah, apparently. Which it kind of was. They didn't really go into a multiverse. Well, they did. I guess she did. She she did. And Hiroki did whenever he yeah. flew her to the tower, because the tower was in a different universe at that point. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're right. That was a weird tower. Do you yeah. know? They say there was like nano nets in the middle of it? Yeah, wow. something like that. Um, I was just like... They couldn't find the top of this thing? Well, at the start of the movie, they're like, before the war. And I'm like, oh, is this like a period piece before like World War II? And then they like, and then we were obsessed with the tower. And they pan over. like, okay, now this is a sci-fi movie. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Alternate. I think it took place in 96 is when they were in middle school. I think they said the tower became operational in like 96 or 99. Yeah. I- I'd have to I have the Wikipedia page down because I wanted to mm-hmm. see how far we were along. But, but yeah, um, they like start talking about war. You're like, okay, so this is gonna be like a war period piece or drama. Yeah, like they got and then there's their family this evacuated tower. in the war, or you know, families were lost in the division, or something happened to her with a U.S. troop occupying Japan, mm-hmm. and then then they're gonna make me sad that way. I'm like, what are you gonna do to me, Koto? I know you. Your your newer works are your happier works, but I know you. It's just like, yeah, we'll just put that on backburn. Here's this huge ass tower. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're gonna spend the whole movie talking about this tower. And then like they have laptops, and I'm like, okay, so like we're yeah. not we're not in the past. We're in a alternate. We're not necessarily in the future. We're in alternate history, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, but do we want to mention? Um, I'm pointing at something oh, here. You can. I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, we we got stickers made yeah. of our logo. If you want a sticker, tweet at us. I'll try to pay attention to them. Okay. Uh, tweet at us. We'll DM you, uh, and then you'll have to like send us your address, I guess, and we'll mail it to you. So, uh, we only got so many of them. But that's alright, because there's even fewer people that listen to this than Ooh. we have of stickers. We have enough for if every person who watches these wants one. Yes. Or like five. And, and <laughs> maybe not like every person that's listened to our Sunny Boy episode. Okay. But our regular listeners, all five of them, can have, can have one or two. Maybe five. <laughs> Depends. I want to give them out to people I know okay. in real life. And I want to keep a few to... This is like our first tech merch. Yeah, I want to call it merchandise because okay. we're not selling it. That's true. Um, but yeah, I wanted a sticker for a while now. So I just 
bought some uh, custom stickers off of Amazon. Cool. Um, they turned out okay. Yeah. We went a little on the cheap end. Three by three square sticker of our logo. You went a little. Oh, yeah. You didn't pay for anything. I didn't this do is anything. all me. Yeah, this is all you. <laughs> I dropped like 70 bucks on 120 stickers. I think you asked me if you wanted it uncut. And I'm like, sure. Um, but, uh, you know, if we run out of stickers, maybe we'll do another one sometime. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Wrap it up. Okay. <clears throat> you can follow us on Twitter at anime underscore territory. If you tweeted us at anime underscore territory, then we'll DM you and send you a sticker. You can find us on YouTube, Anime Territory. You can find us anywhere podcasts are found as Anime Territory. Uh, and sometimes we stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DementedGoku. Um, I'm trying to set something up for that now uh, that I haven't even run by Shabs yet, really. But uh, <laughs> we haven't done it in a while. I'm hoping to get back to some regular stuff on there. Um, otherwise, you're now leaving the anime territory. Goodbye.